What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Great Cut coming to you from the West Coast Cigars Inside the Members' Lounge. I'm This is Mark. We're rolling solo tonight. We are. Man, we've been spoiled with so many like yes. good and interesting guests that make our show all that little bit better. Actually, yeah. a lot better. A lot better. <laughs> a lot better. Um, yeah, it's kind of odd. Like, it does. It's odd and nice. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, it is nice to not have as many of these sort of lonely shows as mm-hmm. we had early on. And it's nice to have one every once in a while just to, to go through. It's getting near the holiday seasons and um, it's nice to have one of these occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. And we know we're, we're going to be running up against, you know, the busy season for as busy as it can be with Thanksgiving and Christmas yep. coming up with everything. So that's going to be one of the things we touch on tonight is, yep. you know, this is going to be the, uh, the episode before Thanksgiving comes out. So yep. we're just going to, Say a little bit of stuff like what we're thankful for cigar wise, some, you know, um, some funny Thanksgiving stories from us growing up in childhood to now. Yeah. Um, what else? Like, uh, um, we'll make fun of you. Yeah. For like forgetting everything. Right. We just pre-gamed <laughs> seriously 45 fucking seconds ago. Yeah. We're going okay. to, we're going, what else we're going to do on this show? Oh, we're going to read an awesome poem yeah. by Damn straight. Uh, you know, a friend of ours, um, that he, that he shared with us uh, this yeah, I weekend. Was, I, I was, um, kind of a little overwhelmed too. Yeah. That was, very, it was so cool. It was, it was, it was nice that he thought of us mm-hmm. and then he did such a really good job with it. Yeah. It was like, um, Wow. Yeah. So that's how we're going to close out the show tonight is I'm just going to read that. Um, But until then, we are smoking. um, What are we smoking? This is your pick. We're smoking the Oliva V Double Robusto. Yeah, whiny bitch, because uh, you you complained (laughs) that I never choose a cigar. And you kept saying, what what about this one? And I said, I I have spoken. But what did I almost choose for you? Uh, quorum. We almost, I almost called your bluff and we almost did the quorum, but no, I almost did, but we didn't. So we are smoking the Oliva V, which you don't like the Milanio, but you right. do like this. I, lo- I love this cigar. Okay. This is actually one of my faves. Um, and the reason is it's rich, mm-hmm. it's earthy. It is all the flavors that I like. Um, I haven't smoked one of these in forever. I don't know that. Dude, I've honestly, same way. Like I, because I, y- I smoke, year plus. Um, it probably hasn't been that long. I really like Oliva. I like the V, um, my favorite Oliva we don't have at the Little Rock shop. We have it at Master Conway. Play. The the the, ma- the master the master blend. Master blend three. Master, ma- master play. play. Master play. Kid and play. Bader. <laughs> master blend three. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that cigar. I, mean, I should say that, I don't like it. It's not. It's not my favorite. That one's a polarizing one. It's, right. It's you either like it or you don't. There's really no in between. But I I like Oliva. I do um, too. I like the 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 Lancero in this V. A lot. Very good cigar. It's a very good one. But this one is a double Robusto. We'll talk about it, um, you know, later Maybe. on. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, probably. Almost we guaranteed. Should, we should, I feel like we should. Feel I mean, like since we do say, quote unquote, semi-cigar show. Semi-cigar let's, show. Yeah, let's, let's do yeah. a little bit of fucking cigar talk. Yeah, this is, I tell you what, uh, just a couple things on this cigar. First of all, um, the, the, the band has not changed in the 800 years of uh, that I've smoked this cigar. It is the same <laughs> damn band. Yeah. Uh, and it comes off nicely, which I appreciate. Uh, Roma Craft. Um, and <laughs> you just <laughs> had to get that jab in there. I did. Double band. It is a beautiful, dark, rich brown wrapper. Yeah. Um, it's just a beautiful scar. It burns consistently. I rarely have trouble with the V. <laughs> I haven't had any problems for the last two years, for sure. But even before that, 
burns consistently, great flavor, just great cigar. So why do you why do you like this one? But you, but you're adamantly you do not like the Milano. I get bad flavors out of the Milano. Okay. It I, is a totally different <clears throat> little flavor. Yeah, just. It's a little like I get a little charred flavor, I guess, out of that Milano. Yeah. Like maybe too much burnt toast or charred yeah. toast. Do you so, like the La Gloria Cubanas? I do. See, I get like soap. Like 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 soap. <laughs> like you said a bad word, your mom's washing your mouth out with soap, which soap. is remarkably appropriate for this podcast. Oh my God. But <laughs> I've I've gone through so much dial since yes. then. No, my, get, my, no, we, my, my soap, parents are rough. Like I got, I got lava soap. <laughs> right. You, you get sand with your right. soap. <laughs> I get soap out of that one. And, but with the Melania, I just get real bitter, like unpleasant. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can see that. It's kind of like the, uh, the last review we did with the, the, the Avo classic Maduro, that very end. I got that, bit, that yeah, bitterness. Yeah. Just don't like it. I can, I can see that. Flavor just misses me, but okay, does, okay. What about cilantro? Is that soapy to you, grassy? No, cilantro is like uh, you, you a like, sign that God loves me. You like cilantro? Okay, I'm the same way. So, yeah. so I'm I'm the I think I'm the only one in my family that can that can deal with cilantro. Right. If you, uh, as a matter of fact, in salsa, if you don't put enough cilantro, <laughs> I might throat punch you. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love cilantro. Yeah, but what's great. but what's funny to me is like when somebody says like it tastes a little soapy, I'm like. I guess, yeah. So maybe I just like the taste of soap. <laughs> I <laughs> remind you of your childhood. <laughs> I I like like I have a foul mouth, but I know when and where to use it. Really, I very yeah. I very rarely swear on on radio. Only once on radio on <laughs> on you know like simulcast radio once right. only once and the FCC don't like that. So, apparently um and you, rules you, and stuff you learn real quick yeah uh, when you can do then do not that like i remember when the first time my mom cussed um i yeah. visually remember we were at our old house and uh she we we just got a new computer and she was showing me how to use it i was probably like 13 i guess and uh she was showing me how to use it and what sites not to go to which that didn't work well um but uh, she was showing me. She knew which sites to not go to. Well, I mean, she knew me, so <laughs> she did a little investigation. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, but no, we, she was setting it up, and I knew she had this big important meeting she had to go to that day. And I'm like, hey, didn't you didn't you say you had to go to a meeting or something? Or actually, I was younger. I was like, hey, didn't you have like a meeting you had to go to? <laughs> and I remember her saying, "Fuck," and then she left, and I was like, oh, oh, that was that was a. That was a big word. <laughs> like that was the first time I ever heard my mom cuss. So your first computer connected to stuff. My first computer, well, had no. the interwebs. No, so I, I the very first one we did, and this was the com- first computer to get internet. The first computer I had was like mid nineties. It had like I know I had the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica CD, so I like I learned all that shit mm-hmm. and it had like a Dino DVD or something like that. But this one, yeah, connected to the internet. But it was that that fifty six k dial up that was just like, yeah. My first computer did not connect to anything except for the dot matrix printer. <laughs> it was an, actually an Apple IIe. That thing would probably be worth some money right now. My mom has it, and I keep telling her that, but she she doesn't believe me. See, we're we're both computer guys now, yeah. though. I actually had the first Bird versus Jordan game with the um, with the uh, weird joystick. Mm. So I, remember, I, I while we were moving, um, 
went, we had like one more load at our, at our old house and there was a box in my closet, um, like down below that just had shit in it. And it's just stuff I didn't really care about. So I was going through to see what I need to throw away. Found my old NES with everything in it. I mean, it's kind of like a manila color now, but like I so want to, like I, I got to find, you yeah, know, the original NES, like, I mean, everything, the gun, the two controllers, games, cords. But the only thing is like, I don't have a fucking TV to set that up on. There's gotta be, um, I gotta, I just gotta find a tube TV or maybe I can get like a, Converter. an adapter or something. But, yeah. but see, I already have Amazon has everything. Well, I, I, so I bought like the mini NES, the mini super Nintendo that, you know, converts everything to HD that came out last year that has like a hundred games on it and everything. Right, has every game now. But I have the OG one, so that's just. So you want to play the OG one because you don't trust the new one is the same. <laughs> I, it, there's something about having to take the game and like blow inside the disc that just you know you get that nostalgic feel. So <laughs> you know, well, okay. Segue. Since we're since we're speaking nostalgic, and yes. we wanted to go with uh, Thanksgiving yeah. stuff. What's uh, what's some um, some highlights of the Mark Langenfeld Thanksgiving so, highlights? We used to. I mean, I, first of all, as a kid, Thanksgiving was always very memorable for us because we'd always you know we'd always see our grandfather, uh, we see our grandparents uh, on my mom's side, and so it was always very pleasant. I remember sitting at the little kids' table and all that. And as a kid, it was just pretty ordinary Thanksgiving stuff. Um, I remember after Paul and I started, um, dating and then got married, um, you know, there was initially that whole two, two Thanksgiving thing. Do you yeah. guys do two Thanksgivings now? No. I mean, so whenever I, I was married to my ex-wife, we did. Yeah. Uh, but now since her family's on the West coast, yeah, we don't now, like my brother, one of my brothers does, he does two Thanksgivings. So we did, we did for a while. And then what we did was Paula's family, because Thanksgiving was very big to Paula's family. Uh-huh. We did Thanksgiving with Paula's family and then we did Christmas with mine. And so we would always go over Thanksgiving days to Paula's parents with uh, Sam and Pam and Bev and Kim and, and all of, <clears throat> you know, all of uh, Pam, all of Paula's relatives, Paula's grandparents and uh, and we'd always have a good time, um, and the, it was really, it was very nice. They're they're um, really cool people. But uh-huh. we we the problem with that thing was that we would always do friendsgiving the night before. Oh, friendsgiving, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we would just get hammered. <laughs> and um, I've done a few friendsgivings. Yeah. Oh man! And then Paul's grand grandmother, um, besides being uh, a very nice lady, and I don't want to say just for some reason um, seemed to enjoy talking extremely loud to me on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it could have just been me. Like just Thanksgiving or all the time? <laughs> no, just Thanksgiving. And uh, she would, um, and I mean, I'll be honest, there's probably, the statue of limitations is probably passed on this. There's probably <laughs> some of those Thanksgivings I was still drunk. But um, but 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 let's assume I wasn't because I, I went to bed. We usually went to bed two or three, and they were doing them later in the day. Mm-hmm. She just and she would sit next to me, and I, I had to look like hell. <laughs> <laughs> and she would talk. So how are you doing? How is work going? She just talked really loud. 
Um, and of course I was the, it was, she, the, she knew you were, you were hungover. And that's a, she, I would assume so, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I assume she took an interest in me cause I was dating her, her granddaughter. But, um, and then even we did that after we were married, you know, she was, you know, she, you know, we'd been married five, 10 years and we were still, still, that. still, still at that. Um, and so, um, and her, uh, her grandfather was just the quietest guy, just very quiet. So the grandmother, her grandmother ran the show. And so she would, uh, she would torture me for Thanksgiving. Um, and, uh, and so the advice I got from Paula's mother, um, who, uh, has since passed, but it was one of the coolest ladies you'd ever meet was you just need to stay out of out of her way. <laughs> um, and, and she would torture me over Thanksgiving. So I remember as yeah. Thanksgiving as an attempt to run away from Paula's grandmother. Yeah. And I, in being unsuccessful, <laughs> largely cause I couldn't see straight, but, um, <laughs> so stumbling. Uh, right. I remember sitting down at the, the Thanksgiving table one day, uh, one, one of the early years when Paula and I were living together and not married. And she asked me if Paula and I were eating breakfast together. And I said, and I'd been warned that she was going to ask if we were living that, together. That's the, that was, that was, that was, that was a way to ask you if you're living together without <clears throat> asking you straight up. And I said, yeah, Paula likes, you know, going out for breakfast. So, you know, we, we sometimes go out for breakfast. Listen, I've danced. I, this isn't a problem. <laughs> you know, I negotiate contracts for a living. You, so, you answered without answering. <laughs> right. No, so it's, so her and I spent 45 minutes and I thought Paula's mo- mother was going to like choke me because she wanted me to not say any words. Um, and I'm just like going, listen, I, yeah. she can ask the question a hundred different ways, which for the record she did. And I just kept going, no, oh, well, I don't quite understand your question. Yeah. Like I'll pick her up and yeah, we'll yeah, go, yeah, yeah. yeah. She we'll really, meet at Denny's. And- well, I mean, you've eaten with her. She really likes pancakes. I think, you, you know, she, Paula, you like bananas in your pancakes. And so I just run off some tangent. You yeah. know, which I'm want to Flip do. Flip the script. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But she uh, she was persistent. And then I think her grandfather, her, her grand, Paula's grandfather, jumped in to help me and, like said, I, I think we, we we got the answer we need. And I'm yeah. going, come on, we all know that I'm, I'm quit. living with you. Yeah, he's like, quit waiting. Yeah, right. you're, you're, you're just waiting water at the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> we all know he's living with her. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I remember those very distinctly. I, I remember my grandfather Langenfeld, or my uh, grandfather Corbin, my mom's side. It was just always a big spread. But as mm-hmm. a kid, all you remember is food, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. what do you remember about Thanksgiving? So, like, I grew up in a fairly big family, um, you know, but, but, it's, but it was always on my mom's side. Like, I never really got, I don't want to say I never got along with my dad's side. It was just my dad's side. was a little more yuppie and a little more higher end. And just, I just, I like whenever I went to my grandparents' house of like my, so my dad's dad and his stepmom, like I never felt comfortable over there. So we never really did holidays over there is more or less, you know, we, we went over there, did the showing, you know, that kind of shit. But like my mom's parents, like mm-hmm. I was over there all the time. I mean, they lived in, uh, Kansas on the can on the Kansas city on the Kansas side. So I was there every weekend, had my own room, you know, it was super comfortable. You know, I, I grew up in my grandma's beauty shop that was attached to the house. That's nice. where, you know, I've always, it's where I grew up. So we were always over there for Thanksgiving and, you know, it was always just, you know, me at the time, I, you know, I was a, an only child for 12 years until 
Sean and Ian came. So it was my mom, my dad, me. Then my mom has twin brothers. They've always been single their whole life. And they, yeah, eh, that's another story. Um, uh, like, so I've never, I never grew up with like cousins and stuff like that. So it was always okay. just like, but me and my grandpa, like Thanksgiving was always just like watching football, watching football, you know, always starting the day off with the parade, the Macy's day parade, Nice seeing that, you know, watching for Santa to come at the end of the parade. And then, you know, we would just do whatever they had a big lot in Kansas. So like we go outside, play baseball, football, I'd nice. ride the, the tractor thing around the yard, stuff like that. But whenever we moved here, it was, or whenever, whenever they died, we were still in Kansas city at the time. But for the most part, it was mainly just my family. Just that, you three. That, yeah. Well, that, and then Sean and Ian came. So it was always just mom, dad, me, Sean, Ian. Nice. Um, and then my, my uncles would come over Ronald and Donald. Yes. That is their names. <laughs> Everybody has that uncle. I have two. That's awesome. <laughs> They're twins. They're identical twins. Um, are they truly identical? They're though? truly identical. Yeah, they are identical twins. Do they act identical? Um, it's like one a little goofier than the they're, other. They're both fucking goofy. Um, but yeah, I mean, for are the they most, fun goofy? They're fun goofy. Yes. Yeah. They're. I guess. I mean, it's just like they're goofy. I mean, whenever I was twelve, it was awesome. Like right, they were just right. they were just weird, the weird uncles, and they're like mom was always getting on to them for doing something. Right. right. But. But it was always so after they after my grand my grandparents died, then it was like mom was the one who always hosted Thanksgiving and it was sure. huge and we did all that kind of stuff. And nice. you know, like I said, never had cousins and then um but like the most memorable one that I remember was I think like two years before we moved down here. So I was probably fourteen at the time. Fourteen, fifteen, I forget. Um, but like dad got really bad fucking sick. Um mm. and couldn't do anything. And so we didn't do anything at all on Thanksgiving. Mom made chicken noodle soup and we just, it was just like, we just hung around. We just kind of hung around. And like, I know like to this day, mom and dad, I, dad was, he, he wasn't, he wasn't disappointed. He felt like he lit the family down, which again, I've never really told him this because we're shoulder works. We bottle everything up. Like I know that he felt sad or kind of burdened because we, we weren't able to do that kind of stuff, but it was just like, we, we loved it. And like Sean and Ian, they were, they were young. They were two or three. I mean, they were like, Oh, we get like, we get something totally different than everybody else. That's awesome. We can literally spend all day watching football or whatever. And then I remember it was unseasonably warm. So you just played outside. So we, yeah. And I remember I went and rode my bike uh, because I was a mountain bike racer. So I just went and took my bike and I was just up and down the trails all day that day. And it was awesome because it, I mean, I remember wearing shorts and I mean, up in Kansas city Some during November. Yeah. I mean, that's the Midwest gets fucking cold, but yeah, I mean, I should probably talk to mom and dad about that to tell them like, Hey, remember Wasn't that, that one Thanksgiving? Yeah. Like, it's fucking awesome. Now my mom kind of just like, uh, she, she kind of burns stuff every once in a while. Like I remember just a couple of years ago, like she, she lit like the rolls on fire in the oven. That was funny. So now it's like, <laughs> she has to do all that. She does, does, that, does and, that. Like if something doesn't catch fire. Do you, I mean, do you all still assemble? Yeah. So actually, Avengers assemble? so we're actually doing it uh, at, at your our house? house this year. Yeah. So we're hosting it. So Mo is 
is cooking the lot. Like she's got the menu. We're doing fucking everything. Like it's, I mean, we're, we're so my, my mom, like she would always like put the, the bird in the bag. Like you always see. And it's just like, it's good, but it's like, it could be so much better as somebody who grew up cooking and then went to culinary school. It's like, if you brine the bird, if you spot a spatchcock it, if you do something else, like it makes it way better. So Mo is doing that this year. Um, and it's going to be like fucking amazing. I can't wait. Sure. It is. My, my, my thing is every year stressing about it yet. Nah, shit. She, she grew up in a bigger household than I did cooking for everybody. So this is, this is nothing. But like my, my main thing, you know, when I got older, I always bring the wine and I always bring the uh, charcuterie board. So that's where I, I go all out. I'm actually going to talk to uh, the acquired tastings guys. Uh, be like, all right, this is what we're having. What wine do I need to pair with that? So nice. I know they're doing, they'll probably be doing like a, a show on that coming up. I think they actually did, they're recording it now or I believe, but okay. that'd be one to check out a little cool podcast to check out for that. But uh, yeah, that and like cigars, but now it's like, I have a whole seating area outside. So, so you like, can all, but nobody, none of your family smokes cigars. Um, Ian, no, Sean does dad will occasionally he'll humor me. Um, right. But he like, blah, blah, just like, right. They mom, so they're usually not right. Yeah. Your mom won't. <laughs> she's, okay. She's still, oh, well. she's still on my, like, like you need to quit smoking. Be like, yeah. this is my job. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, my job. It's, it's right. literally part of my career. Yes. I talk about it for a living. Yes. But, um, so, so I'd love to hear other people's traditions. I know yeah. um, what, especially odd ones we, for years, for five, six years, we would go out to Vegas for Thanksgiving and we would go out the weekend before or go out um, and try to avoid the weird travel stuff. So we'd yeah. be out there enough so that we would sort of miss by a couple of days, the weird mm-hmm. travel stuff. Yeah. But we would be out the week or the week after Thanksgiving and make that our Thanksgiving after Paula's grandmother yeah. and grandfather died. Um, we just started going out to Vegas. See, my uh, dad was a TSA agent for 15 years. Yeah. So working at the airport, like the the day before and the day after were always the busiest travel days yeah. in like ever. And even with Little Rock being a, a fairly small terminal, just one terminal. Still busy. I mean, they still got tons and thousands and thousands of people. And you're like, and then when you're, everybody's on edge, you know, why can't I take my soap? No, I'm not going to blow up the plane. Well, you can't fucking say blow up you right. know, when you're in the airport. <laughs> right. That creates a whole other issue. <laughs> right. You know, they have a written law in the laws now for the airport for TSA where you can't shush people. That's because of my dad. Right. Um, <laughs> it's just yeah. like, like it's always, it, like, it was stressful. So there was times where like, I've kind of wanted to say, fuck it all. Let's go down to like Capitol Hotel yeah. and like just get dinner there or something. So that's and what just... Paul and I have done. Well, now we one one time we were in in Little Rock, we had my dad come in, just my dad and uh, Suzanne and Rich and the girls came down, and we did uh, we cooked. We actually bought from uh, Frankie's and, mm, we, yeah. and we did all of that stuff, and we everybody assembled. But otherwise, like this year, we're going to either do. Um, Buenos Aires on Wednesday oh. night, and then we'll have leftover oh. Buenos Aires on Thursday, or we're going to do doughs on Wednesday night, oh. and then have leftover doughs um, on good. Thursday. 
And then I will um, probably just sit in my backyard because I think the weather's supposed to be nice yep. on Thursday and yep. be on the hearth and uh, yep. maybe just by myself and smoke a cigar. Well, one thing I always like too is, you know, we've talked about it before. Brandon is so fucking generous and he's just an awesome owner and awesome boss. Brandon's you know, there, the best. There's people who don't have family. So the West End or any cigar lounge is their family. You know, I, I fully expect to come up here for a couple hours, probably Thursday yep. for people who you know, this is their home. This is their family and, and do with that. So I, I'll, it's pretty I'll, awesome. I'll probably be doing that, you know? Yep. And that, that, that leads me to a couple points. And I, I made the point to uh, Zoe last night, Zoe zoo. Um, and, uh, uh, Ronnie calls him zoo. I don't know if you've got that. <laughs> I, I got that last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Zoe, uh, black and black skin, uh, and, uh, uh, Patrick got together uh, from the LCC, her and anymore, we don't get together very often. Mm-hmm. But when one of us gets together, I told Zoe this last night, it feels like all of us get together. Yeah. yeah. So I saw those three guys to get together last night, and that did my heart good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because um, three brothers got together, and uh, it was like I was there, even and though that, that I, fellowship that, you know, that yep. we couldn't be involved with, but we were there in spirit. Kind of yep. Thing. And we're talking about a little Rock Memphis, one of those in January, mm-hmm. on January 16th. Yep. And uh, Jeremy and you and I have been talking about that for a couple of weeks. And I think mm-hmm. we picked the 16th of January, <clears throat> yeah. assuming everything, whatever. But that's what we're planning. Tentative, right. Tentatively, right now, it'll be the 16th because the 18th is a national holiday. So everybody, sh- if you most people are going to have off on mo- that Monday. Yep. So it will, we'll play it by ear. But yeah, that's the tentative date. So we're you know definitely looking forward to that. Um, mm-hmm. Going back to the Thanksgiving thing. Favorite dish. Okay, so um, I, I'm morally obligated to say oyster stuffing because my family makes oyster mm. stuffing. Um, like with, with oysters? Well, like no, I, no. They well, call no. it oyster stuffing and they make it <laughs> no, with, Well, you know what crabs. I mean. Like, okay, I know, like, no, with oysters. Oh, yeah, I didn't know if you mean like oyster like oyster crackers or like the no. actual and the, the, the no, mollusk. It's, um, it's oyster Your shit eating grin. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. You, you <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> yes. With oysters. Well, in it. That's why it's I called think, oysters. When I stuffing. think of oysters, I don't think of landlocked Springfield, Illinois. Yeah. No, with oysters. So my mom would make that. Um, and, and so my mom came to one of the Groves family mm-hmm. uh, Thanksgivings and my mom went on and she brought the oyster stuffing and it was good that year. Some years it, um, it, it's okay, and some yeah. years it's really good. And it was really good that year. And um, so um, Paula's mom, Darlene, um, felt obligated every year to make it after that year. And she did a really good job. Paula's mom was a very good cook. And, um, and so I'm obligated to say that by family <laughs> obligation. It sounds good. It, I like oysters. It's not bad. It, 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 it is. <laughs> it is. I've eaten so much damn stuff. I'm not a huge stuffing guy because I'm not a huge bread guy. Um, I'm actually going to say uh, green bean casserole. Oh, I hate green beans. God. I, I was going to say slick pickles, but uh, you, you realized yesterday was pickle day. It was. Yes, I know. Yeah, I don't like pickles. I thought of you. I like pickles. I don't like slick pickles. It's weird. I What's your favorite know. dish? Um, I've got to go scallop potatoes. Like... We have to have scalloped potatoes. Like I love, like not au gratin, scalloped. No, like, I understand the difference. Like, I know, but like, so even, to, so this year we're doing everything, you know, and 
And Mo was like, well, what do you want? I was like, well, we got to have, you know, mashed potatoes and scalloped potatoes. You're like, like two potatoes. I was like, baby, have you seen us? We are a double starch family. <laughs> like, so Paula's mom and grandmother made like from scratch the right way. Uh-huh. Mashed potatoes, uh-huh. not like, like, poured out of a bag like mm-hmm. they would boil the potatoes and then like do it the right way mm-hmm. with them you know and um which i'd never had i'd always you know and um when it's done right mashed potatoes are, are pretty awesome i'm a baked potato guy yeah i'm a roasted potato guy like like oh the, that's the, very good too like with the like red, the red with, potatoes and right, with rosemary and, and shit. Yeah. Lava. yeah no that'd be so good. so my with my ex-wife um, we always did the split Thanksgiving, so two full fucking meals right every year. Like that's why I was I'm so a fat fat. guy, and that's, that does not. That's sound why I was so fucking fat then. <laughs> but like, so um, we'd always have to travel for hers, and then we'd come back. And so I remember, <laughs> I remember we came we came to my parents' house one year, and this was with my ex, and she brought their family dish, and I warned my parents beforehand. I was like, "All right, you're going to get this weird ass dish." I absolutely hate it her family absolutely loves it and it's called pineapple bake oh um so i i'm i'm pretty fucking sure my ex doesn't listen to the show and if she does fuck you um (laughs) um, that would be some weird ass shit if she listens she's like grooving on your voice um so it was a can of fucking pineapples mixed with cheddar cheese crumbled with rich crackers and then baked it does not sound good. It was fucking horrible. Because I thought you were going to say it was like a cake with where they put the whole, no. where they put like a layer of pineapples on top. I'm like, not, I, like I love pineapples. I'm yeah. I'm all, I'm team pineapple on pizza. This shit Whoa. was horrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a team pineapple on pizza because there's so many other good ingredients put on a pizza. I'm not against it. Oh, okay. I, guess, not, I guess I was saying I like, I won't, go, I'm not morally opposed I won't, to it. I won't go out of my right. way, right. but I'm not going to dog it. But right. this stuff is like, so it was funny. So like, I mean, my parents were great. They took a bite and they were appeasing her, but I could see in their eyes where they died just a little bit that day. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just fucking yes. bad. Yeah. No, it sounds bad. There's, there's things where you say where some, and sometimes things turn out better than, you know, there's mm-hmm. some things where you go, that doesn't sound good. And then you do it, you know, and like, then, Oh yeah, it doesn't sound good at all. That doesn't sound good. But then you eat it and you go, wow, that that's fucking way better. Yeah, but this is the thing. I love cheddar cheese. I love pineapples, rich crackers, like, you know, give or take right. I'm more of a club guy or a Trisket, but yeah, I see you as a Trisket guy, <laughs> but kind of like, special that way. <laughs> I'm kind of fancy. Foo-foo. Right, right. You're um, a yuppie. I'm the yuppie. I'm still, I still have questions about the, your one side of your, your dad's side of your family's more yuppie. Yeah. Well, you don't, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I just, I'm going to ask off air. But, but, <laughs> I'm, I'm fancy. Uh, but yeah, know. I just, it just wasn't, it wasn't my uh, cup of tea, you know, even though I love tea. Yeah. It's funny because um, my dad's side of the family, we, I love my dad's side of the family. They are very cool people. We just didn't spend a lot of time with them. But my, my mom's side of the family, we spent a ton of time with. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, I'm not labeling, but. You know, like my Uncle Mike and my Uncle Gary are some of the coolest people you'd ever meet. Uncle Mike and Uncle Gary are two of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. And they're very similar to my dad. My dad's a huge family. And my grandfather, I loved on that side. Never really met my grandmother. But my dad, on my mom's side, we spent a ton of time with my grandparents. Yeah. So I got a ton of Grandpa uh, Corbin stories. Like he, 
he we had a like a he had a lawnmower thing, and he had a little cart pulled behind, it. and so he my sister Suzanne and I would ride behind of that, and he would ride us around in the backyard, and then he would pull it and dump us out, and he, <laughs> it was just you know as a kid it was just it was the coolest thing ever, yeah. right? So he him and I are riding around in the rain one time. And uh, he's, you know, do that. And he ran into a fucking tree, like full speed <laughs> on his mower. Um, and so. Like on uh, purpose or accident? No, no, on accident. He, he's done it. He did a couple. He was, he was the uh, cool grandpa. Yeah. And uh, it was just, he was always having fun. He was this big, gregarious personality. Yeah. He was like a senior vice president in an insurance company. But, and so he was very dynamic, much like Nigel last week. Yeah. He was this leader people yeah. person that just, you just, you knew he genuinely cared about you. And he, he was that personality, but he was fun and he laughed. He had that big gregarious laugh yeah. and, but he was just always having fun. And, and um, he was a big golfer. He got me into golf and all that stuff, but he was just, we were always having fun. Right. Yeah. So he was, he was always the cool grandpa. And I just, um, I was, I just remember that around things we were always doing stupid stuff. Yeah. Right. So no, I love, I love Thanksgiving. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's time, you know, I, I luckily have a great relationship with my family, with my parents, with yeah. my brothers. Your dad is very cool. I've not spent much time with your mom, but your dad is yeah. very cool. I mean, it's, it, she, she's it's really unfortunate that went to your two brothers. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, she, no. she's amazing. I mean, we, I'm a realist. I know my parents aren't going to be around forever. That's just, you know, common sense. You know, Mo and I, we're entertainers. We like entertaining. We, I mean, you know, a reason why we bought a bigger house was because we want to be that place where people can, Stepford can, can yeah, Stepford, um, you know, gated community and all, you know, that's, that's the dad side of the coming out of me. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> um, but like, we want to, we know that like once either they retire, move, die, whatever it may be, we want to be that house where everybody goes to, everybody goes to now. So it's like, yeah. it's like, I mean, we're, I mean, menus made, we'll be putting up the Christmas tree this week, probably. Um, I feel like I, I told her, I was like, you, if we want to do it, because I, I was always like Thanksgiving night, that's when the tree went up kind of thing. That was just our family tradition. Um, but we didn't do one last year. So I told her, I was like, well, to make up for it, like we can put it up early so we can have it for Thanksgiving. I'm totally fucking fine with that because I like Christmas, but I hate Christmas, Christmas music. Um, it's weird. Huh. I know. Um, but yeah, I fucking love it. I mean, now, now that I'm an adult, you know, now it's just like, I can drink in front of my parents I'm going yeah. to have cigars in my own house. I have the seating in the back, you know, fully covered TV. Just we'll be watching mm. football back there while, you know, stuff is being made. And if it's going to be nice, maybe eat outside. I cha- I don't know. Change the, uh, my favorite dish. It's probably Irish coffee. A little, make it Irish. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm just, yeah, I love it. And then, uh, you know, make a sandwich afterwards. It just, yep. yep. But like, why? One of my favorite things to do, it's, it's a weird little, I don't know what I want to say pastime because I only do it once a year, but a little quirk that I really enjoy. I love going to supermarkets on Wednesday night and to watch people pick up turkeys, like frozen turkeys be like that, you know, that shit's not gonna be thawed, but I just, I don't know. There's something about, it I really, I really like so they talked about, I was I've been listening to the Wall Street Journal because I have an Audible subscription. So every morning 
they dropped the Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. and they talked about how this year there's going there's a change in the turkey size yeah. that they expect most people to buy. Go smaller. Yeah, a lot yeah. smaller. And there was this detailed article about that, and I went, I haven't bought a turkey in seriously so fucking long. Yeah. It's just crazy. We, we, we talked about what we're going to do. Like, I like fried, but we're just going to go – traditional as traditional as you can we're gonna actually we're gonna spatchcock it and butterfly it and roast it that way but sure. i think we're gonna get like a like 18 pounder just because we're i'll be my parents and us i mean they're still we're hardy so you are hardy well you know just eat, have enough for leftovers and shit so yeah. my dad makes this uh this turkey rice tomato soup afterwards and it's nice. fucking horrible Oh, it, nice. And like, I hate it, but like, I grew up with that shit. I just, ugh, it's it's gelatinous. It's gross. Oh, it sounds great. I hate it. Can't but like, your dog and your dad out. Uh, it's fucking horrible. I mean, I, I'm so glad that I don't have to live with them anymore to eat that shit. That's just, so, that's, it's disrespectful. <laughs> it, so, I, I don't think, I don't think mom liked it either. Okay. Well, we'll ask her. <laughs> yeah, we get her on the show. Get her on the show. So a couple things before we do the music. Uh, first is, to when this drops, this will be the day before we draw for the yes. contest. Yes. So you have uh, 24 hours roughly. Mm-hmm. We have been given uh, additional things mm-hmm. to include in the second prize. We got a now. Mm-hmm. We got a really nice Perdomo ashtray. Super nice ashtray. Super nice <laughs> ashtray. An, an ashtray that you can't buy. This is only from a, Perdomo. It's like all, gold. It's, it's like yeah. It's, it's a, really it's very a, cool. What is it? It's like a. It's like a an event exclusive that you can only get when you buy a box yeah. of Perdomos. But we were running a big Perdomo event up here. Uh, a guy got it. He didn't need another one, so he yeah. donated it to yeah. us you, for the thing. So yeah, Matt, thank you so much for that. And uh, yes, yeah, so once again, cigar smokers are the best. Fucking the best. Um, so that uh, we want to sort of make note of that. Yeah. So you'll have, you know, up until. Honestly, up until the day and the, the minute we draw, right? I mean, because it's just 100%. it's it's taking your name and putting in thing. We'll we'll come up here sometime Saturday at some point and do it. Um, so just get your stuff up to me by then. But yeah, we're gonna have two full drawings. Um, we're gonna you know thank you again everybody who's done it, everybody who has yeah. donated. Uh, we're, we really appreciate it a, a ton, and uh, yeah. and it's uh, it's it's it warms my heart. My my chilly, cold ass heart to it is to does. see all that. Um, the other thing is, uh, before we get into the album that Nigel gave us, there was a couple uh, albums that dropped this week um, that referenced uh, Route ninety one, and it was uh, uh, which was kind of surprised. Chris Stapleton and Eric Church both dropped a Route ninety one song this week, or in the last two weeks, and uh, it was just one of those things. I had a couple people. Uh, um, reference or text me about them. And, uh, it was, uh, I guess it's about time because people, mm-hmm. they're not going to write about it right away, but, yeah. uh, um, I guess I knew one of them was coming. I didn't know the other one was. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it was a, a big deal. Um, uh, I'm not going to tell the Paula story because that is probably between her and I, but, uh, both of them were, were pretty emotional. So yeah, yeah I can only imagine. But I had somebody say, "Boy, that song's that song's wow, uh, like really intense." And I said, "Yeah, it should've, is. Should have been there. Should have been there." Well, I mean, Chris Stapleton's song is uh, 
watch you burn, and uh, it's very cathartic. It's it's about <laughs> hey know. motherfucker, I, I'm, I'm I watch you burn. Yeah, I can only imagine. So Stapleton, I don't know much about country. I know he don't pull punches. No. So his thing is, uh, I wish the last bullet was the first. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was nice. Um, so made a call on that. Um, do we want to, <clears throat> we want to do Nigel's album here? Well, let's talk about the cigars real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> so again, we are smoking the Oliva V, uh, double Robusto. Um, this one's, it's a Nicaraguan Puro. Um, and it's the, uh, the, it's a Lajero, uh, coming from the Jalapa Valley. I mean, so tons of flavor, tons. you get a nice richness. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's silky smoke. It's really nice. Not much pepper at all. No pepper at Le- all. Earthiness is what really stands just out to me. Tons of earthiness, yeah. just richness. Mm-hmm. It coats your mouth in smoke. Just is a flavorful, yeah. earthy cigar. Um, it's such a pleasant smoke. It does mm-hmm. all the things that I love construction wise. It burns consistently. Yeah. So it's super, I haven't had to touch it. It's right. Super Ton of smoke. Edge is nice. Let me do a retro on this. See what it's like. Earth. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's like that rich soil. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. It's not really, you know, um, it is soily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it is, um, it's just really nice. Yeah. So that comes in, I mean, there's a size for you. Um, so it has, they, they, it comes in a Bellicoso, uh, which is a five by 54, a Churchill extra seven by 52, the double Robusto, which we're doing a five by 54, a, a double Robusto Toro, same thing or Tubo double Robusto Toro. Damn it. Double Robusto Tubo. That's a hard to say. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Really? Just comes in a Tubo. Um, the double Toro or Gordo, uh, six by six, 60 and the, uh, the Lancero, which I really like, which is a seven by 38, uh, the, and then the number four Corona, uh, five by 43. Um, so there's a size yeah. for everybody out there. They originally, I don't think did the Corona. The, I think the Corona is the newest one. I, the, the, Lance, the, the Lancero and the Corona are the two newest sizes. They, when they first started coming out, the only complaint I had was... They were all huge, mm-hmm. but then the, I like the Corona a lot. But this is this is a very nice smoke. I like the uh, the, the Lancero for Lancero February. It, it's always in in my uh, yep. in my thing. Well, because I I try to smoke twenty eight Lanceros in February, and sure, you kind of got to get not really picky because not everybody does a Lancero, but I'm glad that this one does. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So as for music this week, um, I think we had some fun. With this album. So this was Nigel's selection. First of all, uh, I want to say thank you to Nigel again. Mm-hmm. Um, ton of positive feedback on oh, Nigel. My God. And wow. not a huge surprise because I personally just, even if we didn't record it, would have enjoyed those two hours. Yeah. Is one of my favorite. The, uh, the, highlight, the highlighted word that I got sent a lot was insightful. Yep. Yeah. That's because he's really damn smart. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> we get people on the show to make it even better. Yeah. Because well, he's two things. He's insightful. He's smart, but I think he's what most important to me was he's, he's authentic. Genuine. So, Genuine. Yeah. Yep. That's the, yeah, that, that, us, band, that band does come off easy. It does. Man. Yes. <laughs> Unlike, <laughs> eh, we're not going to say that. Yeah. Uh, so he gave us Graham central station, which we were debating whether you had not heard of these people. I've not, I don't know that I had, 
Um, it might have been uh, Graham Parsons' project, but I've, yeah. I've heard of Graham before. I mean, it was a little before my time. This came out in 75. It did. I, there was, this was ten, nine years before I was even around. Ain't no bout a doubt it. Yes. Um, and it's the, the artwork on the front is, is, uh, got a guy with the huge Afro, um, a Jerry curl, Afro. Jerry curl Afro. Um, and, uh, I love this album. This album was fun. Like yeah. it, I, I am, yeah. this is one of the few albums that like both of us yeah. probably really enjoyed from to begin front, you know, beginning in listen to it numerous times. Yep. Um, like this is, I love funk music and just that jive, the the album like it just it, it you know yeah. I, I wasn't around at that time but like i love like the 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 movies like you could hear this coming like the old um like uh what's it the popeye guy the um the popeye guy. yeah his, well, his name was popeye um his character um but, like the old like cops and robbers but like in the 70s um not chinatown Fuck. I forget his name. No movie guy. <laughs> yeah, you aren't a movie guy. Anyways, but like just like that like that dirty hairy style. Yeah. Like this is the music like you would always hear like when they're yeah. doing like the the mm-hmm. cha- the car chases and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what like this yep. album brings me back to is just watching those old movies. Yep. And I just this album was so damn good. And it's like uh the the way a person so Graham is the bass player. The way he can make that bass sing, yeah. there's so many different ways. You either like you pluck it, you slap it, you have that just that funk, like this that that really that sound that you can only get with slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. I mean, yep. <laughs> that's that's what you get. Well, and I, I I thought there was I thought the band was great, yes. right? So yeah. that you know um, when you get assemble a good band, and obviously. If you're going to be and and they list them as rock and apple, but and I don't know this this is an R and B band to me. Yeah, I mean this would go. I mean this would go into rock R and B, the funk, but yeah, R and B. Yeah. yeah. Um, the first album is or first song is the jam, and mm. it's just nine it's minutes a, of just just ear, laying just down, ass. just laying down that 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 bass line and, and, uh, and then, you know, everybody playing it. It's, 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 it's clearly their intro or outro song in a concert. Yeah. Um, because you know, they introduce everybody in the band. Mm-hmm. They got a clever little uh, catch with everybody. Um, I really liked that song. And, and I, you know, as a live music guy, I thought, yeah, well, this is the song you sing coming in or going out, <laughs> probably going out. Yeah. Um, I really liked a ton of songs on this. Um, I don't know whether you want to go first with the song um, or you want me to. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Um, so I, there were so many to choose from. I mean, there's nine songs on this one and they all, something stood out about each one of them. Yeah. Any one of these songs could go onto our playlist. Um, I love the, the jam. Like we were talking about, just, it starts off fire. It's awesome. Like you said, it brings everybody to the table. Um, easy rider. I mean, you get, you get that. I mean, it's just, I don't know. it's hard to describe. Um, I can't stand the rain. Like I only knew that as a Missy Elliott song. I didn't realize yeah, I didn't that realize she sampled that. this song because I, I mean, Missy Elliott was like 98, but it's called the fly, but really good. Um, but I'm, I'm going with water. Oh, nice. I really, I really, really dug water. The, okay. the baseline, the, the his great. vocals in it were really good. It just, I love, I love the, 
the the way you know it happens toward the end of the album and it was a it was a nice little starting of a bookend to a very very fun entertaining entertaining album yeah so i really like the middle of this album i like mm-hmm. the whole album like mm-hmm. you said I, I i most definitely did um but i really liked the three songs in the middle i can't stand the rain mm-hmm. with the with the the lady singer oh, so who, good it was so good and I didn't know the Missy Elliott version. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just, you were telling me that and I'm going, I don't know that song. Um, it ain't nothing but a Warner brothers party. It's so, nice. is such, it's so good. It's such a great song. Um, but I'm going to choose, I'm debating between I can't stand the rain and old Smokey. Old Smokey is just <laughs> such a song. Um, it's a song about a man um, once again, I was referring to, uh, some people have to explicitly tell you, um, mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. Old Smokey, they're not explicitly telling you, but yeah. he's telling you what's going on. Um, I'm choosing Old Smokey because okay. Old Smokey is, um, that's just such a great tune. Like that's- when I was, when I was listening to this, I could just, I wanted to picture Nigel because he said like his bell bottoms, his yeah. dashiki shirt his fro. Like I can see him in all that with his big glasses, some sideburns, like going to the football field or whatever, just being the Dawn, you know, the big D. I mean, I just like, I, I love, I mean, this was a, this is, I love, this is one of just not one of, um, like a listener album. Somebody give us, this is one of my favorite albums that, from either one of us. Yeah, no, this is a great album. This, this was a, this was a good one. No, it's fun. This is, you know, it was just really good, the, but the musicianship was tight. Oh yeah. And so that, um, you well, can, you got to think like the, this time, this era, like people made like these bands were highlighted as live. So right. you ju- that really just resonates even more in their studio albums. Yeah. Because a lot of these things, like however they sound in studio, that's how they're going to sound live. live also, yeah. there were no tricks. No, I mean it was just like you, 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 you got the roll and you push play or you push yeah. record, and they just they don't yeah. they didn't do like laying down track or laying down drum tracks and then horns right. and then I mean it was just like everybody was in the studio and you just went for it. Reminds me of that rock uh, concept that you lay down the bass and mm-hmm. once the bass is right, then everything else can come over the top of mm-hmm. it. That's what these folks did. I mean, and I, and I love it. Yeah. Right. And, and I love it when the, when the lead singer and then like the head of the group is the bass player, because yeah. it, it does set the tone right. for what that album is. Yeah. I mean, like, like look at uh, rush yeah, and, or uh, primus. I mean, both those guys, the lead singers, but also the bass player. It just sure. MXPX. Sure. I mean, tons of tons of stuff like that. Sure. So that was the first one. Um, so we're doing two back to back of listeners. Um, which is very good. Uh, the next one comes from Nate Brown and he is giving us Manchester orchestra who is, I've never heard of before. Yeah. And the album is a black mile to the surface. So, so is this like, um, yeah, we, we listened to about three seconds of this just so, cause I was putting it in my phone so I wouldn't have to text you. (laughs) <laughs> um and so yeah i haven't heard of the yeah, I've, n- I've never i've never, never heard of this so, and so clean just like, fresh snow so just like that three seconds that you played i said 
Yeah. Well, okay, cool. I can yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah, Aaron was down down already. I mean, two seconds in, I was like, yep, I can do this. Yeah, no, it sounded good. All right, so we did music. We did Thanksgiving stories and stuff. What about cigar-wise? What are you thankful for in the cigar world? Well, I'd start with that I'm thankful that we're not smoking a quorum tonight. Because no, that I'm was almost it. That was almost it. I'm thankful for several things in the cigar world. I'm thankful, and I think it's a closer thing than most people realize, that we didn't have a serious disruption in cigars so far this year. Although, with all the hurricanes mm-hmm. that have come through, I'm, I'm worried that that next year may be a yeah, problem. Yeah, it's, it's going to be Dominican took a pretty good hit. Uh, Honduras is kind of going through one right now with yeah. flooding. But the, you know... The the silver lining, I guess, to that is the the farms and the factories, they're not near the coast, so they're more inland, so they're not going to be affected as much. But that still will affect you know ex, ex, exporting and the people and, and all that kind of stuff. So you know that that if there is a silver lining, which you and I we've said we can find the funny and the good in anything, that's the one thing mm-hmm. I can see. But with everything that's gone on, we've had very few mm-hmm. cigar shortage. We've had mm-hmm. some. Mm-hmm. There's been some. But with all of the horrific things that have gone on this year, cigars have been relatively unimpacted. Now, yeah. on the retailer front, I'm not saying that's true because yeah. I know there's a lot of retailers that have been back, impacted poorly. But on the cigar availability side, we've been – we've had – we've We've been fortunate. It's been, it's been without a hitch. I mean, been, been without a hiccup for the most part, little, small, little stumbles, but nothing, but nothing huge. So yeah, that's a, that's a good one to, uh, to definitely be thankful for. So I'm going to, I'm going to start on a series, uh, there. I'm thankful that we made the transition from lounges a little bit to add virtual herfs in. I mm-hmm. think that's a big mm-hmm. thing for me um, because otherwise I'd be totally fucking stir crazy by now. <laughs> it takes a nice little edge off because as much as I love my regulars and everybody that comes up here, when you see them all the time, it it's just, there's nothing new to really add. But now with that virtual wise, you can, mm-hmm. I mean, hell, we were talking to a dude from Australia last night. We were, John. Like, oh, cool. Well, we know there's going to be a tomorrow Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> because you're there now. Well, we were talking to Tommy last night. And yeah. we, him and I were talking music and we were talking, you know, we're just, you know, there's a constant mix of people mm-hmm. in there, but I don't make it up here as often as you do. Yeah. You're obligated to come up here. And I have, <laughs> with the way cases are going here in Arkansas, it's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been coming up here recently. So, um, except for on Sunday nights. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I'm grateful for the virtual hearth. It's a nice outlet. It is. Yep. What are you grateful for? Well, you so since you fucking stole mine. That's what um, I was doing. <laughs> so I went first. Um, you know, I so I'm I'm thankful for like digital humidification where I can be notified. Because I had a any story you want to tell? I had a scary incident happen with my humidor um, this week. I uh, I guess between moving my Grove reset to factory settings, your Grove gro- is it Grove or gro- Groovy gro- Grovy Govy Govy Govy? Um, it reset to factory settings at some point to notify me when stuff reaches 82% humidity. 
Um, so yeah. <laughs> so, so what, what humidor was that in my new air? Um, so why would your new air get to 82% humidity? I have no idea, but it did. Um, but I'm thankful that it notified me, but it sucks because I wish I would have caught the issue earlier. So I did lose some cigars. Um, it really fucking sucks. So why do you humidify your new air? I use the, um, the Boveda, the, the, so the aren't big they supposed to make sure, man, that's what I thought. But I, so here's what I'm thinking might've happened. I took everything out in just a panic. So, I mean, I had to take out a couple hundred cigars, had trays everywhere. So I'm thinking that there might've been like a couple rogue 84s in there that I just didn't know about because whenever I was seasoning it and I might've just left it in there. I have no idea. Um, but that's the only thing I can think of because yeah, the, the Boveda is two way. So it's not, it's not supposed to expel. Um, so the, the ones that the, I guess the part that does suck is the cigars that were affected were my Johnny tobacco nuts. I lost a good handful of those. How many Four. Four as of right now, there was at least 25 that had issues. Um, I bet I think I caught it in time. I wiped everything off dry, put it, put it in its own little thing. Nothing else has come, come about on it uh luckily the here's where you get to the debate plume or mold all plume is mold um but there's good mold and bad mold just like cheese that's what i've believe um nothing was on the foot it was just just on the wrapper everything brushed off super easily um but i but once i thought saw that i i took everything out of my humidor set those aside and haven't had any issues. It's now sitting solid at 69, 68, where, where I like it. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking because I threw away just a bunch of packs and stuff. I think I just had an 84, a couple 84s in there. That is, I didn't know about. So it was my, is my fault, but I'm glad I was notified of that, but it just sucks that like it reset to factory. So it was like that for a month. Yeah. And it, it, because I could see it on my phone where it was like 71 the whole time. And then boom on the 84, 84. So I might've just thrown when it be like, get stuff all the time. So I, I might've just thrown like an 84 in there and just not, or think, because I did, I did just replace some of the 72s. So I might've, I might've just, just thrown, thrown an a, thrown a couple of you recharge your, your no, Bovetus. No, I just, I just get new ones. Okay. So, that's what I'm thinking. I did. I, I just it was a fuck up on my part, probably, um, where I just threw a seasoning pack in there instead of a um, the '69 like I usually have, and uh, mm. yeah. So it was heart wrenching, and I put that picture on yeah, no, <laughs> on the did. Discord, and people were like, "No!" I was like, "I know, it fucking sucks." But eh. I've been recharging mine. I, okay, how do you do that? Because I've seen people do that. So there's two ways. There's several ways that people have done it. Um, I think Adrian is the one who recommends wetting a paper towel and putting it in a plastic bag and, mm-hmm. you, wep- and you put it in a plastic towel. Uh, distilled water, I assume? Distilled water. Okay. Or, I pr- just or, put, pro- or propylene glycol. No, I just distilled, distilled? water. Because okay. um, it's just salt in, in water in mm-hmm. there. Um, I just pour distilled water in, a plastic, in the plastic bag and throw it in there and then let it sit for a couple of days. And it just... They go from being crunchy and like grain, granular, granular, yeah, 
to like plump like me at Thanksgiving. <laughs> and uh, so far, um, now I, I make sure to not like do a bunch of stuff with them, mm-hmm. but um, they've been holding up very nicely. Now I'm sure at some point they're going to start the paper will start to break down in that. Yeah. So far, I've recharged them five, six times a piece. Really? Nah, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just, I just throw them away and get new ones. Well, I know you kids nowadays. Just, you know, we used to repair cars too. Just throwing away shit. I well, ju- because my thing is, it's I don't remarkably want, I, easy. Well, I just don't want to fuck it up even more. It seems like I might right. did right. So, I, I just so the the part about your story that confuses me is the one thing about because I've been I I look at my readings and if i get a weird rogue reading mm-hmm. in a humidor with a boveda pack mm-hmm. my first thought is especially with the butlers is what's wrong with my butler well, see like my butlers i have it in my other one this right. one this one i just have the, the govi the govi and so that's what i'm thinking i did is i just because i just replaced um well, you have data that tells you that the the govi was reading right mm-hmm. um when I tend to get something that reads high, my first thought is, I wonder what's wrong with my fucking reading. Yeah, no, it, it's it it read right, so that's what I, I what I it was my fault. Um, that's sure. what it just comes down to. Since I just threw in some new packs, um, I guess a couple weeks ago, sure. And I I I more than likely threw in eighty fours uh, rather than. You just yeah. have eighty four sitting around just randomly. You have so much. Well, no, because I grabbed I, 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 gra- I grabbed some from here, so I I probably just grabbed just it. grabbed an eighty four instead just, of the seventy two. I just grabbed from the wrong box. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's one of those things where like I'm glad it happened to me rather than me giving it to a customer. Sure. Um, but it still sucks either way because it, it didn't it didn't affect you know stuff that it's readily available. It, it affected my <laughs> my favorite cigar that you can't get anymore. Right. Um, but who who knows? It could have been. Because we talked about it last night on the Herf, you know, they come already like wrapped in plastic, not plastic, but like in paper and tissue paper. So they, it, it might have been like that already, and I just didn't know. So now I I am unwrapping everything. So we were talking about that, um, and, and Zoe mentioned it to me. I think it was Zoe. Somebody mentioned it to me, um, and I, I was, <clears throat> was thinking about it um, because of the um, – trying to think who said it to me because of the Ezra Zion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, like the wax paper. Which- and he was just saying, and, and was saying, Hey, listen, I'm getting, no, it's Matt was saying, Hey, I'm getting a ton of, you know, him and I were buying the Ezra Zion mm-hmm. slot. He says, you know, I opened one up and I got a really low, low reading on an individual cigar. And I thought, you know, I get a ton of those in the wax paper ceilings and in the boxes. And Mm I'd been sort of thinking about the boxes. Like I took, I mean, this sounds strange. I get the Karloffs. Mm -hmm. First thing I did was I took the scars out of the Karloff box. I kept the Karloff box. Mm -hmm. This is a nice box, but I put the scars in the humidor like alone. Right. I I want, I want air circulation on those. Um, And I've always done that with boxes or at least propped them up. So there'd be airflow in there. Like just trying to pay attention. Yeah, um, but I hadn't thought about them on the wax packaging or yeah. the ones in the tubes and those sort of things. Yeah, and uh, so like with the Ezra Zions because they come in those wax paper wrappings, I've started at least opening up one end. One but end to be honest with you, on most of them, I just take the wax paper off altogether and just yeah. I sort of have an Ezra Zion drawer. I, I need to I need to do that because I, I know like I have just I, trying to get airflow. More well, I, that. because I have the the Back to the Future one that. Yeah, I haven't opened. I also have a, a pack of jesters. 
Gestures is another one. So I need, yeah, I just need to Stolen open those Throne up. comes, even their 20 packs come yeah. in a wax pack. The, and, uh, I have a bunch of the, the cracker crumbs. Yeah. Um, I need, yeah, I just need to do that when I get home. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, I, cigars, it's a, it, it's an art, it's an agricultural product. It's, everything's going to be a little fickle. I mean, it, it, well, and I haven't been disciplined about this, but I'm getting more disciplined about this about rotating humidors and yeah, the the rotating the packs between that and and just checking on things all the time and mm-hmm. trying to move cigars around, um, just to check on stuff, um, just because of the nature of of that being an agricultural product and all that stuff. Yeah, and I just, I mean, I, I just happened to find it because I grabbed a cigar while I was editing. And I was just, it was smoking bad. Like I couldn't keep it lit. It yeah. was just, it was spongy. I'm like, man, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? So that's when I pulled up the app and it was sitting at 82, 82. and it was set to go off at 85. And I was like, oh my God. I tell you, uh, Mario talks about it. Um, and it's one of the things that I'm I'm starting to do. And I think I'm going to order a 65 because mm-hmm. he, th- he keeps telling me he's from Canada. So he's allowed to have Cubans. Um, but he keeps his Cubans at a lower humidity. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take one of my big humidors and I'm going to keep it at a lower humidity yeah. and then put certain cigars in there like the Tatawais, which I think will smoke better at a lower humidity. Yeah. Um, um, and I've been actually putting them in some lower humidity parts of my humidor because I know I have parts that aren't as humid. Um, but I think I'm just going to formally turn over one of my humidors to be yeah. – uh, a lower, lower. humidity, and then I, I like I like mine lower already. So I know, but Steve sold me all these seventy twos. I'm gonna have to turn <laughs> them over, and argued with me that I should uh, have seventy two. Well, Conway has sixty nines, so that's where I had to go. I want a sixty five. Sixty five. Well, I know a guy. We can get some ordered. I'm sure you do. <laughs> how's yeah. this? Uh, how's this cigar? I really, really like this cigar. It is. Um, it is very pleasant. Um, it it's not it's not doesn't change a bunch, but it is just earth. <coughs> it's the very, whole way through. I'm just I'm choking on it now. It's very. I hate the term single note because when you think of that, you think like, oh, it's only got one note. You know, it doesn't change. I'm totally fine with a single note because you you get what you get. You know what you're getting. You're not mm-hmm. expecting anything strange or different. This is the same from the beginning to the end, and I. I really like that because if you like that earthiness, this is a great cigar. Yep. This is a great cigar for that. Um, you know, the, the wrapper on it, it's, it's, it's a nice dry. I don't want to say dry. It's a, yep. what's a term you'd use? It's, Tannin-y. it's the exact opposite of oily, Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's a little veiny, I yep. guess would yep. be, um, I guess the, the term I would use, um, yep. but it's, I, I, I really like it. I don't smoke it enough, like you said. So uh, what's the one cigar you're thankful that you found this year? The um, the 45. That's a good choice. Yeah. And since you went with 45, which I was going to go with, I'm going to go with Crook of the Crown. Okay. Yeah. Um, so both San Andreas. Yep, 100%. What? So I, I do want to talk a little bit, and I know we, we'll go into a little more detail, but it's about time to start assembling top 10 lists and doing yeah. all that stuff. I've, I've started thinking today, like, because we, we got into a debate at the at the lounge to, uh, this today about um, aficionados list, uh, cigar journals, cigar snob, uh, half wheel, like just which 
which list we like. And, you know, each list is their own thing. You can, you know. Half wheel accumulates all of them, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it, there's, you can grab from each one. You know, it. everybody just kind of gravitates towards aficionado just because they are the big boys in the, on the playground. Slick magazine. Um, but I, last year, the, the, my father, um, I think it was like the, the Gran Ofrenta or whichever one was like, it didn't even make top 25. I'm like, that is such a disservice to that cigar. So I was like, man, whatever. So I'm, I'm just going to pick and pick and choose and see what they have and then mm-hmm. take off my own notes and stuff. So I've, I've already thought about what will be in my top 10. I've already pretty much got something mm-hmm. picked out for my, my new, the new cigar of 2020 for me. Um, cool. So that will be a show coming up within a couple of weeks, yep. I guess. Um, so yep. we're going to, we're going to do it again. Like we did last year, uh, mm-hmm. give us your top tens and we'll read them. Yeah. On, uh, on the air. We'll and- do a top 10 list. Maybe we'll have uh, a couple special guests for that. Maybe a couple of our cigar, uh, uh, experts. Yeah. yeah we, we've, we've already had numerous, um, reviewers on the show. I want to get their take. Um, yeah. Definitely so it's going to, sure. it's going to be a fun, uh, end of the year, yeah. end of the year show. Yeah. Well, you want to, you want to hear, or I guess you want to, you want to go over the, uh, the poem that, I do. Uh, Blacksican poet wrote for us. Um, so again, this came like just out of the blue late at night on like Friday or Saturday. I don't, I don't know what it was. I remember I was sitting outside and I got the text and I was like, dude, yeah, awesome. Yeah. And, uh, I know you, you got it as well. Yeah. Um, so I even said like, all right, cool. I'm going to read this out on, on the show. So, uh, yeah. So make sure you're following him. It's awesome. Good, good dude um, for a Raiders fan. (laughs) (laughs) So this is called the straight cut straight. No chaser, no BS either. If this were rap, it would be either get in the cut. This is podcast at its finest. And to be honest, where else can you find real open dialogue about cigars and spirits without corporate ties or commercialization? A pair of star cross cigar lovers smoke their lives away. Me, Aaron and Mark, bringing together the older and younger generations one puff at a time. One sip out of Glen Karen, have you straight, have you staring crazy than your neighborhood Karen? They'll make you laugh. They'll make you cry, but mostly laugh. So do yourself a favor, tune in weekly. They don't intend to offend, but, but once in West end, it's no holds barred. So grab you a cigar and pay attention. Blacksican poet. It's pretty awesome. That's I'm pretty cool. I, I was pretty, uh, I was touched. It was, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, I've always said, you know, we have some of the best listeners out there and he's one just, of the coolest dude. He's I, I've seen, uh, he, he, he is, um, he's very good at that. Yeah. I mean, he's made one for, I, I saw um, one for Kevin and one for the Don and, yeah. uh, um, he's it's, just very good at it. I, I love written word. I love spoken word and it's, starting this a year and whatever ago, I never thought like somebody would write something about this show. So it's, it's very, it's very humbling. Humbling is, is the right word. It's uh we received uh, it, it is. And I, 
talked to um, him. We talked about um, this episode last week in particular mm-hmm. about Nigel and um, the positive feedback we received in particular about Nigel. And really, mm-hmm. let's be honest, it was about Nigel. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's been, uh, it gets overwhelming at times. Like, mm-hmm. it's just really humbling. Like, uh, I'm so thankful that um, that you all enjoy what we do. And um, I've made, um, as Bear says, lifelong close friends. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I'm grateful for that. More than anything out of this, you and I were already super close lifelong friends. Uh-huh. Um, but to add to that list um, has been amazing. So Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, it, it's been a, a real eye-opener for me that, you know, when, when, when Steve left, I wasn't sure where the show was going to go. I'm, I'm really happy with the trajectory or the trajectory it's made. It's because of this show and continuing forward, you know, it has created more friendships off of something that was very hard and troubling at the time. Um, you know, it's got us into, you know, uh, really good friends with, you know, Gervais and Dave with Martinez and, and started, you know, Nick and Gator, uh, Nick and Gator. And, and just oh. it, the tons of friends come off this and then meeting everybody on the discord and then all the awesome guests that we've had on. It's just, yeah. you know, as a show that we're doing for Thanksgiving, it's just, we've had some really fucking awesome people yeah. on this show where yeah. it, in not even the show, but people who uh, I've talked to, outside of the show as well. Yeah. Yep. And it's just with, without this, it, uh, it wouldn't happen. And like just that, that stuff right there from, yeah. from, from him, yeah. it ma- it makes it well worth it. You know, all the, yeah. all the, you know, the scheduling and then rescheduling and then just all the, the, the crap to produce a show. Yep. It's this stuff that's like, you know what? It's fucking worth it. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, uh, Matt, who's a friend of ours, actually says, seems like you have a lot of fun. And I said, we do. Uh-huh. So it's a lot of work, but but it's well worth the fun we have and yeah. the people we get to meet. Yeah. Amen. Yep. So that is how we're ending the show tonight. That's a great way to end it. So, all right. Thank you uh, for the poem. The poem was yeah. uh, truly... Uh, um, it was truly, uh, was truly humbling. Yeah. So. That's the, that's the word. <laughs> it's, yep. it's humbling. It's plain and simple. It's, it's awesome. It's humbling. So two words. Yeah. It's awesome and humbling. <laughs> and we're not going to do a million dollars, but cause we're going to end the classy note <laughs> on a high note. Yes. We'll see everybody next week. Be good. See you later.